0: Welcome to episode 10 of the Bone Robot Games Podcast. It's me, Alex, a.k.a. Tree Bone, here for another episode. And this week I am going solo. I do not have a co-host with me. I want to try something new out see how this goes. And I have, partially because I have a lot of Apex content I want to talk about, and it's hard to find people who are well-versed on the matter. I don't want to have someone on who doesn't have a certain expertise. So we're gonna go. There's a couple of things I want to talk about. Things that have been happening with ranked, with matchmaking. Things that have been happening online. If you got your finger on the pulse, you understand some of this stuff. So when you're looking at at this these Apex content online, especially with new social media input, you go on Twitter. You know, you go on TikTok. You go on YouTube. There's a million people to look at. Every Joe Schmo. Every random guy and girl has their own little take on it, and and this is a, an overarching sort of feature, but it's something that I'm trying to implement. You don't know who these people are, and you don't know what their credentials are. When I say credentials, I don't mean gaming credentials. Anyone could be good at a game, you know. Let's 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 take a let's take a step back. I'll, I'll get to the meaning. You'll understand exactly what I'm saying, but right now. Gear up, we're going to talk a little bit about Apex, but this 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 goes to all games, okay? <clears throat> one sec. I'm going to wet my whistle. Everyone online, I'm talking everyone, you, from your favorite streamer, everyone who has a voice has a bad one. Everyone has a bad voice and bad takes. Not everyone should have a voice. All these people, like I said, on Twitter... And, you know, you can go on Twitter, you follow every top player, you eat up everything they say like it's the elixir of life, and then they go and they regurgitate it as if it's their own idea and as if it's correct. Not only are top players and these people with followers and followings filled with bad ideas, they're dumb as a bag of piss. And I say that with love. You know, top players are mindless drones that can aim well. Okay, there's no critical thought there. There's nothing behind the eyes. Do not listen to them. They don't know how to explain the game for you. These people are on another level when it comes to to gaming, right? Some of them, Apex I actually think doesn't have that big of a skill gap between like a common player and a and a top top player. Some some games I've played, you go play like something like Halo, dude, and and you get some random in your game. The people that are elite at the game, they don't miss shots, they move better, they play smarter. They're on a whole other level, but that's all. Again, that's all they can do. Okay, these players, they're not doesn't make them smart people. They're very good at one specific pursuit. Okay, I have the brain power of a neural net processor. I'm a Terminator. Okay, my CPU is a neural net processor. Right, I'm the T sixty nine thousand. You don't want to mess with this. I got, I got the brain power, okay? It's like it's the difference between a player and a coach. You look at the NFL, these are some of the most elite athletes. They can jump higher than you. They can run faster. They're stronger. They're better. They're bigger, okay? And then you look at their coach, and it's a 400-pound white guy with a mustache, and his face is flushed red 90% of the time because his heart's about to explode, okay? But that guy knows the game. He understands it on a different level, okay? Not all of them, but you get the gist, all right? This guy, this coach, right, he's implementing these tools. These players can go out there and they can put their bodies on the line. They can make absolutely dynamite plays with their physical attributes. They can go out there and, and make those moves, but they need to be coached sometimes. And these big players don't have coaches, so they think everything they do that has succeeded is right, you know? Even when there was a misstep, and let me, so let me show, tell you the perfect way right now. It goes back to the NFL again. If you want to get better, this is the ultimate helpful tip. If you want to get better at Apex, record yourself and watch the tape. Okay? Nobody does this. I'm telling you right now. Nobody's going back and watching their own clips and saying, what did I do wrong? They do this in the NFL all the time. You can look at it. You can see a guy get a, a pick, right? You can see a guy get an interception. You're thinking, oh, that's great. The DB gets an interception. Wonderful. And then you can still look and say there's things that, that could have gone better here, right? There's always improvement. And the top, top, top players are the ones that are, are you know, in the NFL that, that can make these things. When you think of elite people, you know, when you think of elite DBs. And still, these people are coached, right? So when you feel like you're playing elite, it's easy to say, my enemy wouldn't have won if, insert whatever crutch I have happened or or whatever thing has been whispered into my ear by every top player, oh, my enemy wouldn't have won if they didn't have the L-star, right? That's the new favorite thing. But I'm telling you right now, go back and watch your tape. You'll realize you play like a fucking dolt, okay? Watch your tape. Watch the people who kill you. They did at least one thing right. They got the drop on you. At some point, they hit more bullets. They showed up. They took a better angle. They were faster, quicker, thought smarter, less hesitation, Acknowledge that they got you. Maybe just this once, but they did. And watch and see. I go back and watch my tape all the time. And I'm like, damn, what are you doing right here? You're out in the open. You're taking shots in the open. You're not playing cover well. You know, you're not healing right. You're just standing around doing nothing. You're not making decisions. You pull out. You get into a fight. You guys trade. Trade shots. You know, maybe 100 damage each. And you're sitting there. Maybe you're doing a call to your teammate. Who knows? But you're just sitting there. Right, nothing is happening in game. Maybe you reload your gun, but not enough is happening. You haven't healed, and you haven't pushed, so you are doing nothing. You know, when you pull back from the center, so you are looking at this play and you are going, or you know, you assess your play, you look at it, and you go, "What am I doing? I I look like a scrub right now. How did I even get a win this game? How did I get? How did I do poorly? Watch your good games. Watch your bad games. Take a couple of clips. If you stream, go back and watch it. Don't watch all of it. There is hours and hours of tape." Watch a win. Pick one game. Uh, Pick a long game so you have a lot to look at. Watch the entire thing. Analyze yourself, see where you can improve, and then make a note of that and improve on it. It's very easy, okay? To get better, you need specific and dedicated practice, okay? If you look and you go, oh, every single time I empty a clip, Or or every single time I empty half a clip on a guy, I reload before doing everything else. And you go, every other player I watch, they don't. They finish their clip, and then they pull back to reload, or they do this, or they do that. You can find things in your play that need to be fixed, and then actively work on fixing them. If you want to get better, it's not as simple as going into aim labs, or what everyone says. Yeah, aim is great, but there's a million other facets of the game that can be good, and I'm sure everyone who's actually half decent and thinks that they're good enough that wants to improve has half decent aim. You're not getting rolled every single game and saying, "Man, I really, I really want to get better." You're not putting hours and hours into this game and going, and and just getting destroyed every time and and never getting kills. So you can get some. So you gotta see why you're getting kills and why you're not. Are you pulling up on a team that's out in the open and you're destroying them? Then never be out in the open. Then you know. Well, how they die, they're in a bad spot, they're in a bad location. What could you have a bad location? A movement legend, a defense legend, a helpful teammate? You gotta get one or the other. Don't be afraid to make these decisions, okay? So when you're watching your video, you get mad. Well, perhaps perhaps the people that did pull up on you got a a lucky third, right? But watch and see. Perhaps they have better comms. They have better patience. They hit better shots. Maybe they pulled up and you're in a ditch and they force you to eat your, their shit, okay? There's so many different things that you don't know because no one's going back and watching it. This is a lesson I learned back when I played Smash Brothers, okay? Smash Brothers comes out, this is years and years ago. It's probably 2014, 2015. Excuse me. The big house, right? Big tournament. Me and my old roommate watched all the Top 32 we wrote down all of the stats. Okay, we we categorized all the stats. We thought it'd be fun. We wrote down which maps were played, uh, what percentage the people died at, how many stocks they took, how long the games were on average, what characters they played, what the killing moves were. We watched all this, and I did an assessment on it. Since I had all the data on every single map that was played, and this is something that I that I really thought was great. When you look at the stats, I had every data on all the maps that were played, and a very common thing that was going around at the time on Reddit was that one of the maps was picked too often. They go, oh, everyone, everyone picks this map. It's a bad idea. You shouldn't do it. And after all my data, I said it was the most picked map, correct? But it was picked less than 30% of the time. I can't remember exactly. This is, this is a long time ago. But the, 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 And I said this map that people don't ever talk about was picked like 2% less only. They're the two most picked maps. And the thing is, I had the raw data to back it up. I watched every single set of top thirty two and this was the this was what was chosen. But people now they just go, "Oh, yeah, this is good, and this is bad and there's no evidence, and there's no data to back it up, okay So go and look, go and watch your videos. If you've watched five of your videos and you go every time I lose a fight, it's because I'm climbing up a building to attack someone and they get free shots while I'm in a different animation. Or every time I lose a fight, I'm they have high ground on me and it's much easier for them to take to peek shots on cover and for I can't retaliate as well. Or they pushed me with a movement legend and I panicked and you know, and did this thing or did that thing. Watch it. Watch the tape. You will improve. Trust me. It's how you get better. Okay? So, and then what pros are saying that right now? No pro is saying. When you go (laughs) go on TikTok, go on Twitter, they go, "I got a tip for you. If you want to get better, uh, use this gun, do this, rotate this way." It's just things that they do. It's not how to get better. It's how to play exactly like them. That's why you don't see the top, top, top players because they're most dynamic. You don't see ASU. You don't see Timmy going. Oh, what what do you need to get better? Oh, you need to fucking wall jump like a lunatic, hit these shots, outplay 3 people all at once. They don't say that because that's what they're doing. Outrageous shit because they're very talented and skilled at the game. And it's not one thing that makes you better. It's an amalgam of things. If they told you to watch the tape, you would get you oh my god, that's the best tip ever and these guys are not. Sorry, my recorder died. I forgot to put batteries in it. So I was saying, if you're on Xbox, I know that there's a f- feature to take clips, okay? If you're on PlayStation, I'm pretty sure there's also a feature to take clips. If you're on PC, it's even easier to take clips, okay? There's a million resources out there. Get them, record a clip, and watch the tape. You will get better. Analyze your play, okay? It's something I do a lot. I like to watch people that that killed me, even. I've had several times where I've watched, I've had someone kill me, and I go, damn, I just got rolled. Let me Let me see what these people do. And sometimes they're just hyper aggressive weirdos and sometimes they're really talented but either way you can go they beat me at least once let me get some footage on them watch the the people because not it doesn't have to be you don't have to get your expertise only from the top of the top of the top if you're in the weightlifting world you're not only taking weightlifting advice from the rock because it honestly wouldn't even be beneficial because it doesn't pertain to you he's massive he's so built his life is the gym. When you go to the gym and you want help, you just get a personal trainer from your gym. If you live in a town of five thousand, you're still just getting a personal trainer from your town and you're using that advice because you know that someone knows better than you. But for some reason people get this idea in Apex or in competitive games, that they're the best, that they're the b- that they know the most, and the only thing holding them back is that they don't have this well this secret the secret space Jam water to get you to the next level. They don't have a secret ingredient, but it's not that. It's that you suck. It's that you make bad decisions a lot and you don't realize it because you don't go back and look at your tape. You have to be able to acknowledge that you make bad decisions and you have to be able to try your best to correct them. I'll tell you one thing right now. I do something for my team. This is a little tip from me. I do something for my team that I never see anybody do. When you're in a fight, it's sometimes hard to Watch how much damage you're doing to your opponent. Watch what's going on your screen. Watch where your teammates are. Watch all this at the same time. So when I'm healing or I'm back a little bit from a fight, and one of my teammates is in a two v one or a one v one or any sort of fight, even just a poke, I will call out their own shield health. I'll go. They'll be taking a fight. You know, they're sniping or they're getting into a, a poke battle with someone or whatever, and I'll go. You know, they have purple. I go, Hey, you're half health. Or Hey, you're half shield. Hey, you're no shield. Hey, you're half health. you got to pull out right now because people will sit in a fight. For what? What are you going to do? The, the risk versus reward in that scenario is not worth it. If you're at half health, it doesn't matter how much the, the enemy guy is at. You're taking a gigantic chance. Even if you're both at 50 HP, you're both the exact, you are, the worst thing you could do in Apex is get knocked. Because now this guy has to win a fight without you. You're not getting back in the fight, unless, you know, specific scenarios or Lifeline or Giddy Bubble or whatever. But it's so easy at mid-range to push a knocked player when they're getting rezzed. And now it's so easy. If it's duos, they have a two-on-one. If it's trios, they have a three-on-two. You have just given the enemy team a significant advantage by going down, okay? So the best situation, the best thing to do in all those situations is to just heal up a little bit, especially at that super low of health. Like, unless you are hitting shots and not getting tagged, but I am calling it out from the whole time: three quarter shield, half shield, no shield, pl- get out, pull out, H- half health, pull out, pull out, and then they get knocked. You know, you have to remind them. People are making these bad decisions because in their head, they're not—they th- don't even hear you half the time. They're not thinking. They're going, "I want to be the superstar. I want to be the next best guy." And what does the next best guy do? He always hits his shots. Well, if you are any and he gets the knocks and he clutches up, well, if you are not hitting your shots, you are not helping your team. And if you're getting knocked, you're not helping your team. So you have to balance the two out. If you haven't dropped the guy already and, and you took 150 damage, then go heal up and try again from a different angle. And that's another thing that people do. They'll, they'll poke around the left side of a the building. They'll walk out of a the building. They'll go around the left side. They'll shoot, they'll shoot, they'll shoot. They'll take 150 damage. They'll come and heal. They'll come back out left side. They'll shoot, they'll shoot, they'll shoot. They'll shoot. When you come out this left side, that's the first place the enemy team is looking in. So maybe one of the guys that goes, hey, I shot him right here and he went in this door on the enemy team. And now there are a different guy that you didn't know was there is already looking at your angle when you come back out to the same one. Rotate more. make Take different angles, okay? You don't have to take the same one over and over. People get stuck in these really bad habits over and over and they don't want to improve. It's not about these stupid things that people are saying. Oh, do this, do that. Oh, throw your grenades like this. None of that fucking matters, okay? It's about the these micro plays. You, you can't get knocked. You don't want to get knocked. That's the worst thing to happen to your team. You don't want to peek from the same aim, same angle over and over again because they know you're there. Make them find new information. Okay, there's so many things you could be doing, and no one is doing this. No, no top player is telling you to do this. No one's telling you to watch your tape and assess your own play and fix your mistakes. And also not telling you to take accountability for your mistakes. Acknowledge your mistakes. Everyone does it. I do it all the time too. I get to aggro. I I get a knock. I immediately jump on a jump pad, push a team, and. They were a lifeline with a gold bag, and they got them up, and, and now it's a 2v1, and I get screwed, okay? And, I, and then I'll get knocked, and I'll go uh, immediately to my teammate. First thing that I say when I get knocked, my bad. You have to take accountability for it. My bad. I put the team at a disadvantage by putting myself in a scenario where I got knocked. If I, get the, if I get the knockdown, great. But how many times do you push a fight, you get knocked, and and what do you you look to do when you get knocked? Oh, my God, I can't believe that guy hit that shot. Oh, my God, this guy's using the L star. Oh, my God, somehow this isn't my fault that I get knocked down, that I took too much damage. Somehow my play had nothing to do with it. What about the enemy guy? He outplayed you, right? You just have to acknowledge it. On some level, he outplayed you. You have to acknowledge it and then move on. That's how you get better. Everybody gets not everyone they go, Oh man, I have I have fifty thousand kills on a single character. Well how many deaths do you have? Because it's a lot. It's still a lot. You die a lot. No, you don't win every game. How many game wins do you have? You don't win every game. And we're gonna get to that right now. We're gonna move on to the next one. Okay? Watch the tape. That's step one. Ranked and pubs is the next topic. Need a matchmaking overhaul. And Mostly ranked. I don't really, honestly, care about pubs matchmaking. I'll tell you why. I will get in ranked lobbies. So, so I I usually finish on plat. I'll get in ranked lobbies. So, and and you know, it knocks you down like a tier and a half, whatever. And sometimes I won't play for two seasons because ranked is kind of boring, and it sucks. Depends on the map. I hate Olympus, so I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play ranked on that. So I usually am around silver or gold every time I start. The season again, I have to rank up through those and then get back to plat. I've been to diamond a couple times, but I've gone in ranked lobbies before against an enemy in who was in silver because you know when you're in gold, you can match silver. He was in silver with a master's badge. You know, I've been in a ranked lobby in gold with an enemy silver with a master's badge. This man has de ranked from masters, the second to top tier, to silver, the second from bottom. It's beyond frustrating to have to play the most elite, kill-hungry players every game in ranked. I video-proof it from streams. Otherwise, I, mean, I told you I'd take my videos, baby. you got to watch the tape. Let me tell you a tale of something that happened the past two nights, though, okay? Now, this was in pubs. So it's th- this is why I say that pubs sort of needs a little matchmaking because this, this is a little bit outrageous. Look at the percentage of people who make it into Predator and Masters, okay? I see them literally every game. And when I tell you I have video proof of this, come watch the stream. I When I play pubs, every single game, I get killed, I look at their stats, It's they have a master's badge. They have 15,000 kills on a character. I get killed in pubs, it's a loba, they have a predator badge. And I'm like, what are the odds that every single pubs game I'm getting put into with these outrageous players, you know? So I get into a pubs game last night, it's duos. I win a fight, um, my teammate's down. I get or when my teammate's down, they roll over us, right? I check the stats like I always do. It's a Seer with 17,000 kills. 17,000 kills, Seer. The math on that is approximately average of 420 kills a day with Seer since his release August 3rd. About 420, 425 kills per day. Every single day since that man has come out, which means if this guy took a day off, next day he would have to get 850 kills to, to have 17,000 kills already. This man is a fiend and he plays nonstop, okay The guy is some of these people are psycho I mean to have to have that y- you know if you average if you average a, a 20 bomb every game, which they don't because I watch them to the end of the game, if you average a 20 bomb, right that's five games for a hundred times 4, he would have to play. Tw- he would have to drop 20, 20 bombs a day to get that. I know he's not. I know he's not. Even if he drops 10 kills every single game, that's 40 straight games like that. How many games do you think you play a, gay, a day? Because this guy is hitting 40 10-kill games minimum a day. And if he's getting less kills than that, it's even more games. So that's a lot. Ta- even if it's 10 minutes a game, which is super short, I think. What's that? 40... Forty games times ten minutes, four hundred minutes. What's four hundred minutes? I don't know. That doesn't. Even, this doesn't even seem possible. Now that I'm doing math, now I feel like I just caught myself out. What's four hundred minutes? I gotta do. I gotta do math real quick. Six hours. If this guy drops a ten bomb every single game, that's over six straight hours of of winning at 10 minutes a, a game to get 400 kills a day. 6 straight hours of 10 kill games. So this guy's playing minimum I, I got to say he's got he averages less than that ki- kills per game, but who knows. Let's give him the cre- the ban for the doubt. He's playing for si- he's getting 6 straight hours of 10 kill games to do that per day. On a 10 on a 10 10 game 10 minute average on a game, right? Okay. So that's a little math there. I'm a little tilted when I get into this game. I have 12,000 kills total. I have to play someone with 17, almost 18,000 on a single character. But that's the game, baby, you know? I spectate them. But the guy is a maniac, and I don't mean, like, skill-wise. There's no thought. There's no preparation. There's no awareness. They kill us. It's a good third. It's whatever. It's smart play. You win. They get on a zipline. They land next to a team. They bum-rush them. And I'm talking they land within 20 feet of a team that's already in a fight and just kill the guy whose back is to them. Kill him. loot their boxes, zip line, bum rush a team, over and over. Now, this is where it starts to get crazy. And I start to say, how does this man have the tenacity to keep going? How does this man do this every day? And it's because sometimes you just get lucky. I have a clip of this. I took a clip of his gameplay because I had to show it to someone. I was so appalled. How many times have you played a game and you try and well, just what I just was saying before, most of the time, if you cover open space, people are going to shoot you, and you know, they call it third third party legends for a reason. You're going to get shot from several different angles. So he's rotating out of market on King's Canyon. He takes a hundred damage on the way to a fight. They're on top of a big rock. He just stands beneath it. When he gets there, they don't push. They do 100 damage to this man. They don't push, okay? Uh, they let him get off a full battery, and then they jump, th- they jump down. And to his credit, he does 2v1 them. He gets the drop on the one guy doesn't see him when he first jumps. He drops him, basically gets a one-on-one with full health, drops that guy, wins the fight, right? After that, right the next fight after that, it's them versus the last team. I can see it on his screen. I'm watching him. He's outside of a building. He looks right, looks left. On the right was an octane. I saw him. I could provide the clip if needed, baby. I got the receipts. The octane is there. You could see him. You could see the octane. He makes a left, runs out into an open field to chase a a caustic he knew was there. Now, the octane doesn't shoot him. He pushes up to the caustic. The caustic is bunkered down in a building by himself. He just stares at the caustic through a window, kind of walks around aimlessly, does nothing. Then he notices the the octane behind him. I think he hears him. He looks the wrong way. The octane jump pads over him, doesn't shoot him once, lands on the roof of the building. He rips the octane, probably only about 50 damage. The octane drops, runs the opposite way from him, so he leaves his back to him. The octane gets stuck on the door <laughs> by his own caustic. He can't get in. This guy rips the, the ca- or the octane drops him and goes in and kills the caustic, okay? Now, all I'm saying is, in that scenario, that Octane just beams me 100% of the time. This guy looked like he had never played the game before. He was, like, he was I, your seer. He literally did not see an Octane, and the Octane, I guess, didn't see him. I have video proof of this. I was losing my mind. Nine times, the ten times out of ten, there's an enemy I don't see. They just drill me, and he's out in the open. There's nothing you could do at that point but fight back. He was out in the open as seer. He had no choice but to fight back. There's nothing that's going to help him there, right? Maybe his teammate or whatever. Maybe his teammate shoots back or whatever. But it was a little bit wild. I was so stunned. I took these clips. Not particularly great aim. Him and his teammate just super aggressive. And push people nonstop. He ended that game with about 15 kills, 1,500 damage, right? So I noticed a few smart things he does. I decided to implement them into my game. I mean, pulling a bat, like running up to a fight, getting ripped for 100 damage, and then just standing still. I'm like, this guy has got to be out of his gourd. But then the next couple of games, I'm just pulling bats nonstop because I'm like, this guy got a a full bat off. The enemy thought he was going to be weak, and he wasn't. That's a great advantage. So that was my last night. Today, I start up a duos game. I play with a different person. I play, I don't know, 10 games. Five, six games into it, I see a champion squad, a wraith and a seer. The seer has 17,000 kills. I go, there's no way, there's two console seers, I play on Xbox, by the way. There's two console seers with 17,000 kills. I tell my duo, Make a mental note, look out for their kill feed. Their names pop up. I confirm it's the same team. Now, here's where I take issue with Apex very seriously. There are, what, 100 million registered Apex players, probably over 1,000, daily players on Steam. No on Xbox. There's no accurate way to track how many people are playing on consoles on a daily basis that I can find. However... It has to be some massive coincidence that a player was in my lobby last night and then again this evening, and also a player with 17,000 kills. I understand he's playing a lot. Obviously, he's got to play at least six hours a day, right? But I played last night, and I can't play again this morning. This guy's probably playing way more than six hours a day, and he was on the same time, right? It raises far too many questions. Am I being matched with this person on purpose? right and are they are they looking at is there a a a skill-based matchmaking and they go oh you will be ranked with this guy if it is is it saying that i deserve to be in a match with seventeen thousand kill seer shouldn't his is his kill count not mean anything does that that not go into effect when you when you match these people does he never play ranked so they just the only data they have is his KD is KD's got to be way above mine. If he's got 17,000 kills, there's no way he has 17,000 deaths. See, you just came out. No, that would have to be 17,000 games he played. There's no chance. Right? So, well, how do they how do they balance these games? How do they if there is a skill-based matchmaking? If not, then it's random, right? Then it's random that we got into the same game twice. If so, oh, excuse me. So that's what I saying. So are there so few people between our kill counts that the skill gap, that I, I have to be consistently matched with them, there's so few people between... I have 12,000 total kills. There's, such a, there's so few people between 12,000 and 18,000, that, 17,000, that we have to be matched with them constantly, that I can only play this man? If not, I don't know, it's random. If there are thousands of people playing at a time, was it pure chance that I this, match with this guy randomly twice? If so, what are those odds? Why am I getting Predators and Masters-ranked people in fifteen to 40,000 kill enemies every single match? And in pubs, okay, at the end of the day, my answer to all these questions is it doesn't matter. In pubs, it doesn't matter. I like being ranked with people who are very high skill level. I like challenging myself and getting better. You know... um, the crazy thing about this guy, actually, I, th- I was looking at my notes here. Must not have wrote this. this. Must not have happened at the time. Did I write this down here? No. So, so this guy, I have a clip of this too. You could see there You could check the names in both times. When I got matched with him the second time, we rolled them. It was a. Di- I was playing with a different teammate. Uh, we they pulled up on us in an empty field. Uh, we immediately dropped the seer. We beat up the wraith a little bit. I traded with her. I went to heal. Uh, I, I pulled off a Phoenix kit, and she retreated. Uh, she came back in and got... I thirsted the Seer. She came back in and got his banner and left and rested him. We fought a couple other teams. They pulled back up on us, and I killed both of them. I have a clip of me killing both of them. I killed a 17,000 kill Seer, whatever. Kill Wraith. The, the Seer's name was Smooth, S-M-O-O-V-E underscore M-D. Smooth M-D. Is this The Wraith teammate was... Um, I slay no cap, but it was two lowercase i's i i slay no cap okay shout out to them the guy's got seventeen thousand kills he's a grinder for sure i'm not sure if you're into that sort of play style or whatever but i mean he beat me the one night and when you i have the fucking footage he beat me on a third party very beginning of the game i had no shield my teammate was down they beat me then i beat him in a fair fight twice once normally and once he got rezzed and i destroyed them the second time so it doesn't matter you don't know how many of these people you're fighting, right? I don't check every person's box. I don't look at their banner on their death box and go, oh, my God, this guy has a 20 bomb, and I kill them. I just pick up their stuff, and I leave. You don't know how many people he died unless you die to them. And then you get another game with them, and you can see what they are, and you, and you get another shot at them, and you last till then. The craziest thing about that is I beat that team, and they played poorly. They were out in the open. They were just running into every fight. Going nonstop trying to get their kill count up or something, I guess. We beat them. There was one other team left after this. They both had sniper rifles when we pulled up on them. It was a Valk and a Seer team. They had a triple take and a Kraber, and they beat us. When I looked at the the Seers' kills uh, on the final screen or whatever, when he had killed us, he had 135 kills, and that was the team that won the game. I think that's the most important lesson. There are other things than kills wins should be counted more wins are big baby that was way more i mean you got to win what what do you want at the end of the day besides a win but let me backpedal all those all those things in pubs don't matter at the end of the day the game was bred to be highly competitive nobody is playing apex to like chill out if you want to chill out go play the sims go fucking play viva pinata Nobody gets on a competitive shooter to like have a goofy, stupid, fun time. Yeah, dude, I just want to goof around with boys. Go play a custom lobby in Halo. That's why Halo rules. You go play a custom lobby, do some zombies or whatever, play some fun game types. They don't have goofy, shitty game types on Apex. They have serious mode in ranked, and they have serious mode unranked. Okay, you know, at the uh, that's what it was. There are games we get in that are slightly easier lobbies. Maybe we roll to a quick win. There are games when we don't see anyone until the final ring. I've won games with zero damage done to a team that died in the storm. I didn't see anyone all game. They died to the storm. I randomly won. There's so much randomness and luck in a game such as this. But also, beyond that, there's so many changing variables. There's dynamic content that you'll never have the exact same set of circumstances twice. When that guy pulled up on me the first time, it was at the top of the crashed, the crashed ship above Spotted Lakes. And like I said, he rolled into a perfect third party. The second time... I fought him, it was out in the open field, and it was a two-on-two. We both had full health, and when we rolled them, we had good equipment. This is my message to anyone who's parroting the idea, again, from top players, there should or shouldn't be skill-based matchmaking in non-ranked. It does not matter. If You're either playing Apex to win or you're playing to relax, and either way, there's a million variables and you have no idea. If you're playing to win, then give it your all, and if you get matched against a better person, then try harder and good luck, and if you get matched against a pittier shittier person, then enjoy your win. Okay? You could be in a lobby of 57 Predators, get perfect third parties the whole way. I was in a game with a 17,000 kill seer, and we lost to 130 kill seer. Okay? We beat the other one. You can be in a lobby with 57 first-timers, but you get caught out of position because your rotation's suck and you don't watch your tape. Apex is not a game that you play to relax and goof around and it wasn't built that way. If you want to stomp on people lower level than you, then just become better. You see Timmy, you see Asu, you see Hal, you see all these very skilled people. When they get in the pubs, they just roll, okay? They can beat anybody. If you want to do that, then get as good as them. Okay, if you just want to shit-can people all day. First of all, what's the fun in that? It's fun because, oh, you get kills or whatever. Isn't it more fun to get kills on better people? Isn't it more fun to challenge yourself and overcome these odds? No, you just want to beat up on a guy who has four kids, plays Apex for one hour a day to rewind after work, to unwind, and you just drill him and he has no clue what's going on, and that's good to you because it doesn't matter because your your mind is a Skinner box and you have a quick little 200 damage and a one-kill tick, and you go, wow, I'm good, but you're not, Okay. If you don't stomp people lower level, then you get better. You're gonna sometimes get easy games or sometimes you're gonna get hard games. You, everyone who plays Apex seriously and wants to get better, stop fucking complaining about skill-based matchmaking. Stop complaining about stuff in the game that doesn't matter. Okay? Just get better at the game. I know a lot of people say that and they say it like facetiously or tongue in cheek, but that's all there is to it. No one is there's this there's this idea that, oh, sometimes I just want to relax and not sweat. Well then go play a different fucking game. <laughs> don't play a competitive game. At its very nature, even in unranked is a competitive game. All sixty people going to a ring. One team wins. Okay, you're gonna lose more often than you win. It's a competitive game. It's extremely competitive. It's based around competition. Okay, if you want to play, if you want to go have a fun time, get out Sid Meier's Civilization and go dick around and drop a bomb on people or whatever. I've never played that game. I don't know what's in it. You know, if you want to have a good, a nice, relaxing time. Then go play Life is Strange, buddy. This isn't the game for you. You don't come to play Apex to relax, okay? You play Apex to fucking kill people, and you're going to be up against some other shooters. So get it in your head. Ranked is different, though. Ranked, it feels unfair, like I said. There's no reason I should be playing people who made it to Masters while I'm in gold. I've made it to Diamond before. I make it to Platinum every split when I play. You should not be able to rank two ranks below your max. There's absolutely zero reason why a guy who made it to masters needs to prove that he needs to get out of silver. He should never be able to go below platinum. It makes no sense. He shouldn't be able to degrade below platinum. He's already ruining the game for people. And, and again, if you want a pub stomp, here here's the other tip: rank up as high as you can in in ranked, and then just don't just don't play ranked. Play ranked until you get to gold, and then don't play again. Play, wait until you de-rank, and then go play in bronze lobbies again and shit on these people. Because there's nothing stopping you from doing that. You don't need to smurf. You know, there's absolutely zero point for a rank system to let you degrade from the second tier, the second from the top to the bottom. It's insane. If top tier players want to want pub stomp, if, if anyone wants to pub stomp, you don't have to smurf. You don't have to go into unranked. Just don't play ranked, and you'll drop. And then you go back in and play until... Gold, and you can roll people. Maybe even the plat. It doesn't matter. You're going to derank anyway. Just take a season off. Beyond that, it's still rife with problems. I can't play plat games with silver friends, but I'm plat, and I'm playing with gold, and we get diamonds in our game. None of the rules are consistent. None of them make sense. Ranked might as well be base game. Balance the fucking systems. It's just unfair. Why why can a person derank from masters? They don't need to show that they can beat silver, that they can beat gold, they can beat plat. Put them in plat. They're probably going to ruin the game for plat people, too. If they've been to Masters, they're very talented. Very few people make it to Masters. If they've been to plat, they can get there again. They can get through diamond again. They can get to Masters, okay? They have that badge. You know, they earned it. I don't understand the point of deranking them super, super far. Why was this guy in silver? I can't get it over my head. Balance your fucking systems. I know they can inc- implement complex algorithms and systems. That's a problem. They're making money hand over fist by instituting a gambling system, pumping out limitless boring recolors of boring skins for boring guns. How many times? Look at, go look at the skins. Look at all the white skins. There's hundreds of them, Hun- hundreds of the, white, the white-tier rarity skins. You'll look at the R301, right? It's got, like, a black muzzle and then a black foregrip or whatever. And then, like, the base body from, like, the muzzle to, like, the back to, like, the stock is colored. Whatever, white, red, doesn't matter. Whatever the base is, probably black on the base. And then, you know, that's, like, the little area that has color. And then the next one up, it's, like, they call it, like, sunbath. And then it's, like, orange. And then they call it, like, like. Seahorse and it's aqua, and it's so fucking lame and it's so fucking stupid. And most of them are like this. Even you get up to blue, and and sometimes purple you get in, and the purple is just like, oh, it's blue, but there's, it's a scrolling marquee of skulls. Oh, and then you get to red, or you get to you get to this one, and it's and it's red, but it's a scrolling marquee of skulls, and they're just fucking dude. It they go into a system. And they uncheck blue, and they check red, and they put it back out. And they go, ooh, cool, there's more loot. They, this, they do this infinitely. There's always new skins coming out. They've never put out a new season and say, hey, we're taking, we're taking one season off from skins to get an extreme game balance. But they don't do that. They can make the game better. They can fix the ranked and matchmaking systems. They can balance it properly. They can fix the fucking audio. They could. They have tons of resources. They have manpower. They have everything. Do not make excuses for a billion-dollar company. Let their behavior show you their intent. They're focused on money above all else, and the game is suffering for it. Now, I love Apex, and I say this stuff very harshly, and I come in very critically because I feel like it could be so much more. The potential is there, and they are squandering it by focusing so hard on, on, hard on, hell yeah, on a new, getting out a new, Heirloom. I mean, how hard is it to make a fucking heirloom, right? They put out like one per season, probably less than that. How lo- hard is it to make an heirloom? All these people want heirlooms, right? First of all, it's, it's a money-making scheme to get heirlooms alone. Why would they not put out more? It's it, it, just more money that they're stealing from people. It makes no goddamn sense, okay? They, the, there's audio issues. Don't, everyone can come in here. Don't tell me there's no fucking audio issues, dude. I get them every single game. Every time I play, I go, they go, where did that guy come from? No sound on that octane jump head. No sound on this. No sound on that. They snuck up behind me. I didn't hear a single thing. They come into the basement of my building up to the second floor. I don't hear them until I'm getting shot at. I'm sniping someone. I get picked off from behind from two people within 301 range, and I didn't hear them until I was getting shot, and by then it was too late. It's a fucking problem. The game is suffering because I can't hear. It's implemented poorly. All these maneuvers are stupid. You know, it's like if it here's the problem. If it was from the base game, they're just like, yeah, the audio is not great, and there wasn't great footstep sounds, and there wasn't great character animation sounds, then it wouldn't fucking matter. But they've this is a routine. Remember when they put out the heat shields? You could hear every heat shield that was open up in the map. They're bad at programming the game and they don't care because everyone just keeps playing anyway. It doesn't matter. Don't let them get away with this. Fuck businesses, okay? We shouldn't stand for it as consumers. Anyone who tells me it's, it's Respawn's right as a business to prioritize money first can take their tongue off Respawn's boot long enough to lick my ass crack. Fuck businesses. Support companies that have integrity and care for their products. Stop paying for shit in Apex. Play it for free. Make them earn your money. That's who I want to support. Make your game better, stupid asses. I would have slop them in the mouth. I just want if they if they've implemented audio right now, I'd fucking spend enough money on packs to buy an heirloom. If they said all the audio issues are fixed, I would say, thank fucking god, I can play this game, and not have to feel like I got cheated. I never get run up on in a game from the guy is an inch away from me. I could hear him in real life if they were there. I can hear shooting from 300 meters away. I can hear objects on the map moving from 300 meters away. And I can't hear a person open a door five feet away from me. It makes no sense. Because you know it's supposed to be in the game. So that's that's my rant, okay? That was my little rant. I just don't, like, it, there's so many different things. I, you could complain and say, I complain and say, I don't want to be in a game with a 17,000 kill seer. But I beat him. I'm happy for it, okay? I take it more seriously. I hunker down. I want to get better, right? If we're not we're we're all playing to win, we're all doing the same thing. I don't want to win because I just got lucky enough to get put in a lobby with people who suck dick and I destroy them. I want to play some good people and I want to prove that I'm better than them. That's why we all play ranked. That's why we used to play Halo ranked. When you were in, you know, when you were working your way up to that level 50 in Team Slayer, you weren't going oh, man, I hope that these guys accidentally, I hope these, uh, the next team is a bunch of teams that got boosted and I can somehow get into, you know, they're actually not as good as this level and they barely play. Well, why would you want to play them, first of all? And second of all, isn't beating people who are not that good and not supposed to be in that rank basically boosting on its own? They don't deserve to be there and you only got up higher because you beat a team that cheated to get there or something, right? There has to be fucking competitive integrity in the game. And part of the integrity... Contag- Competitive integrity is playing people that are actually skilled. If you don't want to play people that are skilled, then go play Barbie's Dream Adventure. I couldn't think of another fucking like kid kids game. Go play Cooking Mama, okay? You won't have to play people that are skilled. Th- then it won't matter. So pub, but uh, it is still frustrating that uh, there's got to be some. Again, maybe it's just maybe it's just uh, confirmation bias. I'm telling you again, I d- it happens on stream. I have these clips. I'll get into a, a pub's game, trios, some friends. I get killed. Look at the badge, masters. Get killed. Look at the badge, diamond. Fifteen thousand, twenty thousand kills. Look, get killed. Look at the badge, predator. Get killed. Look at the badge, masters. Every game. Constantly getting rolled by people who are super high level. I mean, I guess that's just the way it is. Sometimes you beat them, sometimes you don't. Got to keep at it, right? That's pubs. But When I want to play ranked, I want to play people that are ranked properly. They need to develop a better, more complex ranked system. They have to fix it. They never fucking touch it. You're telling me you can't get these updates out quickly? But I'm going nutty on it. I'm probably going to go play Apex right now. It's such a fun game. It really is fun at the end of the day. But listen to me. If there's one takeaway from this, if you want to get better at the game, watch your damn tape, okay? Go watch your tape. It's all you can do. And And, and a final note. Everyone who complains about stuff that's in the game, I, I complain about audio. There's nothing I can do to fix that. There's no, there's no way I can get better at the game when the audio in the game is messed up or there's a glitch in the game, whatever. If you get killed by the L-Star and you think it's so powerful, then use the L-Star. If you get killed by whatever gun and you think it's so powerful it's broken, then use it. If it's so broken, then you can get killed with it too. The problem is you can't. You're bad. Watch your damn tape, baby. We're gonna be out here grinding Apex. We're gonna be doing all kinds of stuff. Come check out the stream. Uh, I'm gonna be. I I, li- I do this thing. I'm g- I, I'm gonna be doing a lot on stream We're now too, where I get killed by someone and I watch them and I see if they win the game. I watch the people and we assess their skill level and we go, what can we learn from them? What can we implement into our game that makes us better? And then that way we secure some more wins, baby. We're trying to get big fucking wins, big dubs. And here's something I'm gonna start doing on the podcast. I want to shout out some. Um, Small-time artists that I find. If you guys are into music, we're going to check this out. Give me one sec. I had to find their thing. If you're into music, uh, I'm going to shout out maybe one or two like local local or small-time artists that I've found. right? So there's a guy. Uh, it's like rap. His name is Q for short. The letter Q for short is the thing. He's on Spotify. Check him out. I really like this song, Back to Reality, I just found. This has got I'm not gonna play it because I don't wanna I don't know if there's like copyright shit or whatever. I'm trying to see how many plays it has. He has less than a thousand views um a month, I think. I'm gonna go Q for short. Sixty-six monthly listeners. This guy is extremely low level. I just found him. <laughs> Q for short. It's nothing it's not super crazy, but it has a really cool beat. It's fun to listen to. It's different. Check it out. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but go check out Q for short on Spotify. It's a rap though. And there's another one that I really like. If you like Doom Metal, there's a band called Terminus. They're also on Spotify. T-E-R-M-I-N-U-S, Terminus, okay? Um, let's see how many they have. I Any mean, one of you album, one of you artists. They have about 2,000 monthly listeners. Their highest listened song is a, has almost 4,000 listens. So again, really small band. Um, Terminus, if you like Doom Metal, they're pretty dope too. Uh, you'll like it. They've got a really interesting singing cadence and tone, and they're both really cool bands. I want to start shouting out. I, I like a lot of different music, and I like and I have music that I guarantee people haven't heard of. So we, I want to get into the nitty-gritty. If you like music, you can come here and check it out, too. I'm going to be shouting out these people. I have no affiliation with them. I just found them randomly, and I want to check because I'm a music head, and I like to search for s- small-time bands all the time. I'm going to be shouting out some some bands I like. Give you a little, a little reference, a little recommendation to go check it out. So that's my take. At the end of the day, we're gonna have a lot more Apex content coming on the way. I love Apex. Can't stop playing it. I always have good shit for you. Now go ahead and, and parrot this, okay? Tell your people. Tell your friends. You learned from Treebone. Watch the damn tape. Goodbye and good night.